0: Now, I don't know if I can do that, but God always had a way in His Word Amen. to encourage and to uh, move me forward in my walk with God. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the men that God had called to do His work. Amen. And I want you to understand that every one of them, just about, uh, had the same feeling. They didn't feel like they could do the job that God had asked no. them to do. But I am of good courage that we can do all things Hallelujah. through Christ Hallelujah. Jesus. Amen. That's true. See that? Amen. Get your Bibles. Turn with me to the book of Exodus. The book of Exodus, uh, the okay. fourth chapter. Most of us know the story. We'll read one verse of Scripture. And I'll let you sit down, Check if You read that one. First verse. And
1: Moses answered
2: and
1: said, but behold, they will not believe,
0: uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, the Lord hath not appeared unto thee. All
0: right. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, as we get ready to just look into your word, I pray, Lord, that you would encourage the church, the body of Christ. Now, Lord, with all that we do, Lord God, whether it be a small or large job, Lord, let us walk in faith and be of good courage. And I ask that in Jesus' name, and everybody say, Amen. Amen. Moses was probably one of the men that we uh, kind of look at and, and understand that there was something in his life. Uh, he was curious. Uh, he had heard about the mountain of the God was, he had heard it from his father in law, and, and he ventured out to, just to see what it was all about. Kind of reminds me of you and I. Uh, first time we ever came to church, we just ventured out just to see what was going on. Uh, I don't know about you, but I didn't come to church to get saved. Amen. I just came to church because Sister Paula wanted me to. Amen. And,
1: and I think that
0: happens to a lot of folks. Uh, and, and with the curiosity uh, that takes place, something happens. And God begins to deal with us, all of us, differently. And so Moses got called uh, to go and free the children of Israel that were in captivity. Amen. And uh, Moses was a, a man that had some problems. And one in the, in the scripture said he was a slow tongue right. and a slow speech. Amen. Uh, I don't know about you, but trying to get up in front of a group of people, that, that, that made me nervous. That's kind of the way Moses was. He he, he wasn't sure. And and so the first thing he said was, well, they won't listen to me. (laughs) They won't hear anything. They won't believe that I had to talk with you, Lord. Amen. And and that's the wavering. That's a time in our life when we're trying to understand why God is calling us to do it. uh, And why he's reaching out to us to to reach to uh, and, and so Moses begins with this: uh, "Lord, they won't believe me or hearken unto my voice, and they say the Lord has not appeared unto me. And so, how can I prove that if I talk to you this morning and I say, uh, uh, "Brother Steve, the Lord visited with me last night," Amen? And Brother Steve says, "Well, I don't believe it." <laughs> There's a struggle. Yeah, I want you to understand there's a struggle that goes on. Amen, because you know what God has just done for you. You know how God began to speak to you and begin to minister to you. Amen, but there's always that part of us, even that is uncertain or maybe uh, not uh, as brave as we'd like to be, but God is calling nonetheless. And he's moving with the Spirit. Amen, and one of the things that I have always enjoyed about reading the Word of God is he doesn't give up on us. He doesn't give up on that So there's a conversation that goes on. I'll run back read a little bit.
1: And the Lord said unto him, What is in thy hand? And he said, A rod." Mm-hmm. And he said, Cast it on the ground. Yeah. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. Mm-hmm. And Moses fled from a fort. Yeah. And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thy hand and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand, and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. That they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, and the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath appeared unto thee. And the Lord said, Furthermore unto him, Put now thy hand into thy bosom. And he put his hand into his bosom. And when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous as snow. And he said, Put thy hand into thy bosom again. And he put his hand into his bosom again, and plucked it out of his bosom. And behold, it was turned again as his other flesh. Yeah. Amen. And it shall come to pass, if they will not believe thee, neither hearken to the voice of the first sign, they will believe the voice of the latter sign. And it shall come to pass, that they will not believe also, the, these two signs, neither hearken unto thy voice, but that thou shalt take of the water and of the river and pour it upon the dry ground, and the water which thou takest out of the river shall become blood upon the dry ground.
0: All right. So the Lord's talking to Moses a little bit, and he's trying, I wanted to read all of that because I want you to see that God knows that people have doubts. Amen. And so he said, I want to do a couple of things for you, Moses, uh, to encourage you. I want to let you know that you, you can do what I've asked you to do. So he throws a rod down and it becomes a snake. Amen. And now I want you to understand that when we study the Word of God, we're going to find out men can do some things too under the influence of a different spirit. Amen. But I want you to know with God, everything works the way it's supposed to. Amen. And so he said, I'm going to use the rod as an example, and then I'm going to reuse uh, the hand as you put it in your bosom, and it turns leprosy, and then you put it back in, and it comes out, and it's clean again. Amen. Because my people understand that there are certain things that only God can do. Amen. And so he was doing this to encourage Moses as he went along. He man, and it's important for you and I to understand. Amen. Man will never say you're the right person for the right job most of the time. Most of the time they say you're the wrong person for the right job. Amen. Some of you that are going out knew that you were qualified to do a job, and then you've got something that comes back and said, You're not qualified to do this job. Well, thank be to God. I want you to understand we'll never be qualified. But with God all things are possible. I want you to understand that if we step by faith for just a little bit we'll be able to see some things that we thought we'd never see. Amen? So we walk a little bit with the Lord. So Moses says, um, well Lord, I got another problem. Okay, what's that? Well, that was the next problem he's got. And
1: Moses said to the Uh Oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent, Mm -hmm. neither uh, hitherto forth, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech, and of a slow tongue. Okay,
0: read the next verse, because it's important.
1: And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth, or who hath made the dumb, or the deaf, or the seeing, or the blind? Have not I, the Lord? Oh, yeah.
0: You know, I like, when you read a story about the Lord, you're going to see him address some things that are important. And so he tells Moses, hey, haven't you just seen all of that out there in the world anyways? Yeah, I have. Uh, haven't you seen blind and uh, that lame? And haven't you seen people that were okay? It, yeah, but you don't understand, Lord. You're asking me to do something that I don't feel like I'm equipped to do. even. you're asking me to go before your people. And you're asking me to tell them that I know who you are. And you're asking me to tell Eben Pharaoh that he's going to let the people go to worship you. And I know all this problems. And how do you expect me to do it? Amen. And God says, with you, with you, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. It's important for you to understand that. Amen. God does things that nobody else can do. So Moses ventures out. He gets his brother to help him because the Lord. Understood that he just didn't have enough faith. Amen. But it did not stop. Amen. Where Moses said, I can't. He, he was sure that he could. And church, I want you to understand something. Even God is working in the church, in the body of Christ, with the members in particular. Amen. And if you can just stir up your faith and feel good courage, we can do all things in Christ that strength does. Hallelujah. Every man, feels the same way. But what about somebody who had never ever saw a miracle from God? What about somebody who had never ever seen God work in a special way? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Judges, the 6th chapter. Brother Bill, if you get 36, and we'll read that through 40 here in just a moment. I was raised in a church that did not teach miracles. Taught me to pray. Taught me to believe in God. But it never taught me to venture to see if I could see God do something special in somebody's life. I never saw anybody healed. I never saw, I saw some death. I saw a lot of kids crying. I saw a lot of things, but I never saw no miracles. It wasn't in the church that I was at. Even I'm thankful for what they did teach me, but there's so much more. And I want you to understand that I have heard, but I have not yet seen. When I first ventured into a Pentecostal church, It was entirely different from anything that I had ever known. I didn't know that when I sat on that pew for the first time, that somewhere down the line God would call me to minister the word of the Lord. I had not heard any of that. Even I wasn't in the place. I heard that there was times in the Old Testament that God did great things. Even Gideon was no different. I want you to understand that Gideon had not seen any miracle when God called him. He had not even so much as he to see God do anything special. Even he just told the Lord that something very special. What does it say, Brother Ben? Yeah, uh, you're in, we find it. Amen. It's the sixth chapter, 36 through 40. Judges.
2: back. And Gideon said unto God, If thou wilt save Israel by my hand, as thou hast said, behold, I will put a fleece of wool in the the floor. And if the dew be on on the fleece only, and it be dry upon all all the earth besides, then shall I know that thou wilt save Israel by my Uh hand, as thou hast said. And And it was so... For he arose early in, in the morrow and thrust the fleece together and, and wrinkled and drew and and do out of the fleece in a bowl full of water. And, and Gideon said unto God, Let not thy anger be hot against me, and I will speak but this this once. Let me prove, I pray thee, but this once with with the fleece. Let it now be dry only upon on the fleece, and upon all the ground let mm-hmm. there be dew. And God, said, and God did so that night, for it was dry upon the fleece only, and there was dew on, on all the ground. Alright,
0: now here is the first miracle he gets to see. It's at this moment of time when things begin to change in his life. Is it that moment where faith begins to grow inside? I want you to understand God said faith is like what? Grain of mustard seed. Even It's not very big, it's just a little big thing to stop with. And that's the way God is when He starts working with us, even though you may have never seen it, even though your eyes have never been open to it, even though all the things that you heard that has happened, even down through life and down through time, even some of us still want to see it for ourselves. Amen. I thought about what brother Steve was teaching about Brother Thomas. Even he had to see it for himself. And so God did that for him for Gideon just so he could be encouraged. He meant to follow after God. He meant so that he would know that God is who he said he was. And church, sometimes you and I are in no different place. We just want to be reassured that God is going to do what he's placed in our hands to do. Amen. And so this began to work in Gideon and for the first time his eyes get opened that God is a miracle worker. I remember the first time that I ever saw God move. I remember sitting down the pew, trying to figure out what was going on with this guy that was just jumping all over Amen. the church.
2: Yes. Amen.
0: Amen. Brother Bill, I want you to know he was up there he was moving around. Amen. And I asked Sister Paul. I said, "Is that that ghost?" Because <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I didn't know that the Holy Spirit could get a hold of you. I didn't know that he could move inside of you and change you. He better move you in a different direction. I didn't know that. I had never seen it before. But I want you to know I thought I saved his life. (laughs) He got to the stairs on the back part of our church where we went to, went down to the basement. And I watched and it seemed like nobody cared. He meant that he was getting closer. And closer to them steps, and he was just jumping, and the music was, going. Amen. He man, and I thought, he man, if somebody don't reach out, he's going to flip over there, Amen, and kill himself. And sure enough, just as he got close, I got up and I grabbed a hold of him. He man, I felt like I saved his life. <laughs> he man, and Sister Paul said, "What are you doing?" I said, "What are you talking about?" She said, "If it's God." He could fall over there and be okay. Amen. He deserves it now. Amen. Amen. But it was a point that that I didn't understand. I didn't understand what God was doing, I didn't understand how He was moving inside this young man's life. I didn't understand that. But now I do. Because faith is you got to move, even in a direction sometimes that is very difficult for you Mm. to do. Amen. 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 Just before I started Amen. out serving the Lord, and I, I remember when we started evangelizing and going to preach other churches. Amen. I, I was scared to death. I was afraid I might say something, you know, not proper. Amen. I worried. I prayed but it seemed like every time God started building, you met right, yeah. people who were hungry, people, Lord, people that needed to touch got touched. Amen. I want you to know this is a faith walk church. Amen. And sometimes God's just going to say it's going to be all right. Just keep on with your faith. Keep walking forward. Keep moving in the right direction. Amen. He i heard of great revivals, but I want you to know I've been in a few.
2: Amen. Come on.
0: Amen. I heard people say, oh, they're going four, five, six, seven weeks. Uh, I want you to know one time we got in one with six solid weeks. I preached every night for one night. And God moved in that church like I had never seen. Uh, Amen. I saw God put families together. I saw people get baptized and get filled with the Holy Ghost. I saw people get healed. uh, Amen. Because faith was. women, just like you and I, mm-hmm. that had never seen God do anything until one day it happened. I remember not too long ago, I, uh, well, it's been a lot of years ago, uh, a lady asked me about my healing. She said, Brother Al," she said, I've never known anybody to really be healed. And I said, well, let me just share what God done for me. Amen. In well, church Sometimes. We just move in faith. We just walk by faith. We just try to reach out to the dead to believe in God. Sometimes we don't even know what God's gonna do until He does it. Amen. Amen. So I are walking by faith and she said, What happened to you? And I told her, I said, I went to church. It was a little old church. A man didn't pray, break big pear. You man, I want you to understand no. my brother Blake, it wasn't no fancy prayer. Go But he just said, Lord, you know that God, I can't do nothing, but God can do all things. Mm -hmm. I remember him praying, and it was probably the shortest prayer I heard in the prayer line. People were coming up and they were falling out of the spirit. Even that didn't happen to me. I want you to know I went down there. When he said that, I thought, well, why is he praying for me? Amen. Because sometimes faith is when you take the first step.
2: Amen. Come on,
0: When you say, I'm going to dare to believe God,
2: yeah. even that Amen.
0: first step is the most important step because you're moving toward him and not away from him. And I remember as they prayed, I turned around and I started back to my bench. And church, I lie not. When I got to that first bench, I started feeling something Amen. inside of me.
2: Yes.
0: They had just gone through my second cancer surgery. Even I, I was sick. Even shouldn't even been in church. Should have been in bed, but I was in church, and I remember God reaching in. And the only way I can explain it, it was like ten thousand little hands were reaching in. Boy. I could feel God even mending my body. I could yeah. feel God as His hands were there.
2: And it lasted
0: for about 24 hours. Uh, Even, man, I, I, I could just feel it. And I looked over and told him, oh, I said, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed, I'm healed. God has just healed me. He said, What's it like? I said, it's like 10,000 little hands reaching in. And I'm going to be okay. Why? Because
2: that step
0: of faith is the most important step you'll ever make. If you want to see God do something in your life. Amen. Skip oh, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. Jesus.
0: And I want you to know, from that day to this, I've been cancer-free.
2: Oh, amen. amen. Come on, come on. <laughs> but
0: I had to do something to dare to believe that God could.
2: Amen. So
0: you and but be a good coach. Hallelujah. God works mysteriously. Yes. 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 He's a wonder. He's a God that's so great. Amen. Reminded me of the story of Hezekiah. You man, 2 Kings. Brother Matt, if you get that 20, 20th uh, chapter, first verse. You man, how many of y'all know that it's not wrong to question God? Sure. How on. It's <laughs> not wrong to question him. It's just that we got to step in faith. We've got to dare to believe that God can. man, And so as we walk with the Lord, we begin to see the things that He does. What do you got, brother? Read in that. those
1: days was Hezekiah sick unto death. Yeah. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, set thy house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. All right.
0: Hold that right there. Right there. Brother Steve knows this story because he had it happen to him. Yes, sir. Come on. But yes. Hezekiah was dying. He had sickness in his body. And by all means possible, the prophet of God came and said, Get your house in order. Come on. Yeah. you're going to die. Now, about you, I've had a lot of doctors tell me that. But man, and God would make it a little different feeling. Hey, come on. Yes. It would have a different tone to it. Yes. it would have a different message. Amen. And so God began to deal with Hezekiah. Amen. He and Hezekiah knew he could do one thing, even that may touch the throne of God. Amen. Church, sometimes, even faith comes oh. in a little package. Hallelujah. Sometimes faith comes when nobody else sees it. He Isaiah, brought the message to him and left, but Hezekiah understood that God hears our prayer. He understood that there was a God that was evil. He meant to do something more abundantly. And as he turned his face toward the Lord and began to cry and began to ask God to spare his life, we don't know all that God was wanting to do, but sometimes God answers the faith cry that comes from our Amen. heart. Amen. Amen. It comes from the depths within. Amen. Amen. And we get to see more because we dare to believe. Amen. And Amen. Right. so when Hezekiah was praying, God stopped the prophet and turned the back around. I don't know about you, but you don't find too many places in the Word of God where God changes his mind about something except when somebody intervenes and cries out to him. Amen. Hallelujah. And so Hezekiah got tears rolling down his cheeks and did not know what to do except to call upon the name of the Lord. And so the prophet begins to get stirred a little bit Let's pick up on that 8th verse, if you don't mind, Brother Matt, through 11.
1: And Hezekiah said unto Isaiah, What shall be the sign that the Lord will heal me? And that I shall go up into the house of the Lord the third day. Okay. Is there going to be a
0: sign? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes we just need that. I understand that the Lord told in the New Testament there be no sign given except the prophet Jonah. But I want you to know this was a different series. This is something a little bit different. This was a time where we just needed to be encouraged. And we just needed to know that God was going to church in all of our lives. There's going to be times that God just needs to encourage us to do what's lying out there to us to do. Eban, what does it say, Brother Matt? And Isaiah
1: said, This sign shalt thou have of the Lord, yeah. that the Lord will do the thing which he hath spoken. Shall the shadow go forth ten degrees or go back ten degrees? And Hezekiah answered, It is a light thing for the shadow to go down ten degrees. All right, nay. hold back for just a moment. Even he was smart enough to know
0: that the sun was going to set. He was smart enough to know that that dial that he watched to see what time it was by the shade, he found that in normal perspective, that dial would always go this way. And he was Come telling up. the Lord, listen, it's not too hard for that to happen, but for you to take that and move yes. it backwards. Come on. Yes. Come that on. meant that God had to steal the sun and the moon and the stars. That meant that for that first moment of time, that God would take and mow that back 10 degrees. Amen. Amen. And I want you to understand, he did something impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And even though he could not really sin until it happened, God did it to, to build his faith, to oh. encourage him to move in his heart and his life so that he knew that everything was going to be all right. It's an easy thing yeah, for the yeah. sun to go forward, but for him That's to right. go back. Oh, hey, amen. On. One solid hour, God had to stop wow. the way the heavens moved and bring back. Oh. amen, to have an extra hour of time. That's yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know about you, but my faith has stopped to jump right about <laughs> that. Yes, right. remember when all of a sudden Hezekiah said, Woo, look at that. Yeah. The tile is going backwards. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, oh, church. It's when you take that step of faith and get them all That all things are possible. Yeah. Amen. Some things you and I want God to do in our lives. Faith is a strange thing. It moves in so many different ways. I remember when Sister Paul and I wanted to start the school. Her and I had talked about it and prayed about it. We asked for a sign from the Lord. And we had a yard sale. How much did we make in that yard sale? Yeah. Yeah, $140. Mm-hmm. I had met to two men of God asked about starting school, and he said, Oh, Brother Allen, you can't stop school. It costs too much.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. I lied now.
0: Am I telling the too? Mm-hmm. So said, so, you, you don't know how much money you're going to have to get out to get the school stuff. Sister Paul and Sister Regina wrote the own chart, got everything in it all. Ebon and with God's help. Come
1: on. And with the
0: desire that comes from the deck with it. We started the school with a hundred and how much? Forty Four hundred. That's
1: right. Come on. Come on. Come on. come on. come on. come on. Come on.
0: Yeah. So we knew it wasn't any money. That's it. Cut him one there. Amen. That's the first thing God said, you don't need that. What you need is faith. You see, you with everything that you do, I want you to understand. Even you need faith. Even more than anything. In the natural eye, it cannot ever get done. In the spiritual eye, all things are possible when you can believe God. Amen. It's important for you to understand. Even God wants you to be encouraged to walk in faith.
2: Amen.
0: We think this was so powerful, except every one of our classes was talking a little bit about faith.
2: Come
0: on. I don't know where you're at in your life. I want you to understand something. There are times that we just need God to speak to us, just to talk to us. Talk to our
2: spirits.
0: And I, I believe God wants to encourage you. You may have something in your heart, and in your spirit, and in your mind. And God wants to talk to you a bit this morning. That He's taken men, even who weren't sure about how well they would speak and whether anybody would accept what they had to say. And God moved in their lives. God touched a man who had never seen a miracle and created two miracles in two days just to build his faith. You see, God is a great God because He doesn't mind you asking. He doesn't mind you crying out to man, He just wants you to walk by faith. A lot of years ago, Sister Regina came down with a crippling arthritis. Sister Paula and I Was just trying to live for God. And Sister Regina's leg had drawn up and she limped. And the doctors told us there was nothing they could do. But our job was to take her and make her physically move that leg. And I remember how many times I told Sister Paul, I said, we're going to have to take turns on this. Because it'll hurt Sister Regina so bad that she cried. And sometimes it was just all we could do uh, just, to, just to see it. It's not that we didn't have no faith. It's just that we didn't know what to do. And, and I remember the, the last time I had worked her sister Regina's leg, and she would just cry, Daddy, it hurts, it hurts. And I said, I oh, don't know it hurts, baby. But I but like when she said, Daddy, I'll never walk again, Well, I'll never be able to do that again. That got to the dead. and I remember going down to the church, falling on my face before God. And I remember saying, God, I know you're the healer. I know there's not anything that you can't do. I want to know why she's going through what she's going through. Come on. Come on. I don't have the understanding. Amen. Why is it this has happened? This is my child. Amen. I preach to others to have faith. Amen. But right now, my faith is shaking. Amen. I don't know what the, I, want, I want you to tell me. What can I do?
2: Come
0: on. I'll never forget he cried. That little small voice I heard said, You just preach faith.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Just preach faith.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Amen. And I remember gathering up and trying to figure out every message I could have of faith. Yes. And for about 45 minutes or so, I preached to the church that God could do anything. Amen. Yes. Come on. Felt good after I got through preaching Because yes. the next thing that's happened to have it. Come,
2: Come on. on. Yeah, Sister Regina yes. came out of her
0: bench on the purchase. It started hopping there. I think The devil just whispered God. to my ear and said, now nah, what are you going to do? Come
2: on. Church, don't
0: Come tell on. me that Come it's on. not some time that we wrestle with what we do. There is. There is times when we're not sure. But we're walking by faith. Amen. and God needed to encourage me. Amen. as I have ministered to this word. And I'll never forget, she got up right there. I said, maybe you Ready for God to touch you? She said, "Yeah, Daddy." And I said, "You can't have no faith in the crutches, baby. Come on, come on. Let me tell you, it was the hardest thing in the world to take the crutches away from my baby. But I knew if God was going to do anything, He was going to have to do it with faith. He was going to have to do it with the impossibility. He was going to have to do it with all." Out through your heart, your life. Because he's God. He's a God that sees where we're at. Amen. And I I remember saying, God, I'm ashamed to even ask. But he wouldn't. You see, faith is that substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not yet seen. You see, if it was already in front of us it wouldn't be faith anymore. Even if it was already there and we could see it, it wouldn't be faith. But when you dare to believe something that only God can do, it changes the way you walk with
2: God. I don't
0: know about you, but I want to see more God's miracles. I want to see God do more things in the church. I want to see, even praise the Lord, the eyes opened. and Amen. the lame to walk and the deaf to speak. Amen. It's in my heart and it's my desire. He meant for God to work through you and through me. And that we can say, look what God has done yes. for us. Amen. Your faith walk is different, church. Your faith walk is when you trust God with everything. Amen. And you say, Lord, I'm just going to dare to believe you. So I want to encourage you this morning. There may be some things in your heart and in your mind that you would like for God to do. There may be some things you would desire that I can't see with my natural eye. But that God does. And these men that walk with God saw things that they never thought they were. Yes. In my eyes as Sister Paula's eyes have seen things that we thought we never God just loves us. And he cares about us. And I feel something a little different. Sometimes catching a hold of the faith is a little difficult for us. After I talked to that lady about my healing, I poured my heart out, I shared everything I knew, what God had done for me. these words came out of her mouth. Well, when God does it for me, I'll be able to believe.
2: Yes.
0: And I walked away thinking, I'm she knew that I had been sick against you. She? she knew I was supposed to have died. I worked with her featherwax. She already knew the stories. But see, you can never see God do great things unless you take the step of you see. See, that's what it's all about. Hallelujah. See, when you dare to believe God, God can. I remember a lot of years ago, I preached in the church, and I'll end with this. There was a lady sitting on the pier. God spoke to my heart and said, give her the keys to your car and tell her she can have it. And I remember Sister Paula knew that if she ever took their keys... I was gone. <laughs> she lived with me long enough to know. And I remember, with all my heart, I reached in, grabbed the keys,
2: and I walked right there to Jesus. her. And I said, "If you
0: just take these keys, you'll just take them, the car. is yours." And for two minutes, Lincoln, she said, "You're not gonna give me that car." I said, "Just take it." I, just take the keys. She said, No, I'm not going to take it because I don't believe you're going. And she, she was struggling with her faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We struggle sometimes with this. Yes, sir. Yes. And I kept yes. saying, Just take the keys. Well, I, you and I know if you get that opportunity, it's like handing a $100 bill. If you're going to give it to them, we'll take it. Yes. But God was trying to show her that sometimes the hardest thing in the world is daring to. So I don't want you to struggle. I want you to be encouraged. And I want you to know that God is on your side and on my side. And there's things in your life that you desire from God. The Bible says you can have it. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. It's promises from God. So maybe you're trying to exercise your faith. Maybe you're trying to dare to believe God for something, amen, that you have not yet seen. I want you to take a step of faith this morning. I want you to dare to believe God. I want you to dare to reach out and say, God, I stand on your word, and I will not let
2: it go. Let me see the desires